Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, indeed. Good morning. I am joined from the University of Minnesota by Mary Meyer, answering your lawn and garden questions this Saturday morning. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Good morning, Denny. Great to hear your voice. And I don't know, is it winter yet for gardeners? Well, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm looking at the calendar. I'm also looking at the uh, the forecast, and I know that uh, what Al just said about Monday about 9 or 10 in the morning, the temperature will suddenly drop to about 10 above. So I think we'll feel it uh, by then, certainly. But I, I was anxious to tell you that, uh, that uh, you remember, maybe it was three winters ago when we had, uh, I know we at our house lost, because of the lack of snow and the cold, uh, some mature boxwoods. Remember that? Oh, yes. Uh, I remember that well. Well, I, in remembering that, I thought, well, I had I had since turned off the outside faucets to the house uh, because it was, you know, it was November. And uh, and I kept thinking, boy, I don't know. I think those boxwoods could have used more, uh, more water. So I, the other day, I turned the water back on and I gave them all a good soaking. And I assume that was something good to do uh, in... And prior that to this cool. definitely was a good idea to do that. As long as the ground is not frozen, yes, you can still do some watering. Now we're getting, it's it's kind of partially frozen and it varies from one location to the other, even the south exposure where it might not be frozen to the north where there's probably some partial freezing. But yes, we have had such an extraordinarily dry year that watering is really essential for new plants. And um, you probably replaced some of your boxwood like I did. So anything that was newly planted, yes, this last year would really benefit from water as long as the ground is not frozen. Yeah, good idea. I'm glad I did it. Uh, plus a little dormant seating. If you have any kind of a question, a lawn or garden question, you know how busy, uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know how busy we get during this hour. So call in your question to Mary or send Mary your text. It's the same number, 651-461-9226. Uh, here's one uh, that uh, just came in. I have, texter says, a large Tropical plant with three small twisting trunks and a long narrow, uh, long narrow leaves. It has reached the ceiling and has sprouted growth at the base. Can I cut the growth off? And what else could I do? They want to know. 
Oh, wow. This sounds like a great spot that you've got to plant in because it's growing so well. Um, as long as there are plenty of leaves up at the top that are still getting light and growing, if you don't like the growth at the base, you can cut that off. Um, it just sounds to me like your your plant is doing really well. Um, I guess you, you might consider, is this the tallest room I have, right? <laughs> if you've got, if you've got a height uh, problem with it, but, uh, but you could cut some of the, the foliage off at the base. Those, um, yeah, different tropical plants are actually braided. The stems are braided to be attractive with the stems. And those are really plants that like um, warm conditions. So they've got to be inside all year. I was thinking this, again, is the holiday season. We always like to ask you and your colleagues uh, this question every year at this time. What about host or hostess gifts? If we're visiting family or friends and we want to bring them something that's green and growing, or we hope it will, uh, what what are some ideas? What's what's a nice gift that's easy to take care of, let's say? Yeah, there are many plants, Denny. This is, it is really a great idea. Um, the garden centers and uh, florist shops, many, many uh, good suggestions. So one of the easiest ones, I think, is a cyclamen. Uh, cyclamen is a small plant. It has kind of upside-down flowers. The flowers are kind of nodding or, or reflex. The petals go back. Um, they, often we see cyclamens for uh, Valentine's Day because they're often uh, red and white and shades of pink. But it's a smaller plant, very easy to take care of, very tolerant of cool conditions. So it doesn't really have to be warm for a cyclamen. Of course, poinsettias, uh, there's so many different colors and sizes of poinsettias. And most of our listeners probably know poinsettias last a long time now. So you can get a poinsettia that will last uh, two or three months um, easily. A cyclamen doesn't last uh, quite as long. But also there will be azaleas. Um, and then I think my favorite, though, is really the amaryllis. Uh, amaryllis is a fail-proof bulb that will almost always flower no matter what you do. So it's often given as a gift when it's pretty dormant and it's just a bulb in a pot and often sold in a box at, oh, even department stores will sell uh, amaryllis. And I will say the sooner you buy an amaryllis, the better. You want to make sure that it is planted and it's starting to get some water because it takes a, a good six weeks, maybe even eight weeks for it to flower. Really? So you could buy, yeah, you could buy ones now and start watering them, uh, give them to your friends when they're, you know, right at Christmas. But really, anytime you can give the bulb when it's just been planted or when it's half grown with its leaves. But really, anytime you can give the bulb when it's just been planted or when it's half grown with its leaves, with the buds starting to show. But they are a fail-proof uh, gift and uh, they come in all sizes and many colors so I love getting amaryllis and I love giving those there's a good hint for the listeners who want to yeah. send Mary a holiday gift. If you have a lawn or garden question, I know we have to break here momentarily, but if you have any kind of a lawn or garden question, don't wait. You know, we tend to get backed up here via with the phone calls and text messages. So call it in or text it in right away, 
651-461-9226. That goes for either your phone call, if you want to chat with Mary, or send Mary a text. 651-461-9226. We've now moved to 31 degrees here in the Twin Cities. We might hit uh, 35, but again, I mentioned this earlier, that Monday, the temperature reading overnight, in fact, will drop to somewhere around 9 or 10 o'clock Monday morning to 10 above. We haven't experienced that for a while, so... Hang on. We'll uh, take this break. Uh, Again, 31 degrees in the Twin Cities on our Smart Garden Show here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. It's a Saturday morning. This 8 o'clock hour is when we bring you our Smart Garden Show. Denny Long here along with Mary Meyer from the University of Minnesota answering your lawn or garden questions at 651-461-9226. That uh, makes it either a phone call or a text message, whatever is easier for you, for uh, Mary. Uh, Mary, we have callers, we have texters, we have both, so let's get back to it. I think Graham is first up in Somerset calling in this morning. Graham, you're on uh, with Mary Meyer. Oh, hello, Mary, and hello, Denny. Good morning. Yes, Mary, I've got a um, a question about where I can buy uh, this certain plant. It's um, it's known as the Jesus plant. It's the uh, crown of thorns. Uh, there's various varieties. Uh, my wife has a few of them. Um, beautiful, big uh, thorns on them. Uh, <laughs> yes, incredible Great. plants. Yes, uh, yes. Can can you hear us? Yes. Uh, crown yes. of good crown of thorns is quite an unusual plant. It doesn't have as much foliage or green on it as much as it has these yes beautiful stems and thorns. So I would consider a, a store that has kind of specialty house plants. Uh, this is a tropical plant, cannot be grown outdoors. So I would consider, you know, a garden center that specializes in plants. And, you know, we there are many of them in uh, Minneapolis and, and Minnesota. So uh, we have the Bachmans, we have Dundee's. Uh, Tonkadale, Gertens, so a store that just specializes really in plants. And uh, you could check online. You might be able to inquire online or call some of the stores and see if they have that. Um, it is more of an unusual plant. Uh, I'm sure you can find it mail order, but of course buying mail order means it would have to come through the winter and conditions like that are pretty difficult. But um, I would try some of the stores that just specialize our, our best uh, garden centers. And we have some good ones around here, like you mentioned. Excellent really ones. good yes. ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, texture says, how do you keep a cyclamen alive? I've had two and they did not survive even following the care instructions. Well, well, right now, that was the first one I recommended for a gift. Yes. Um, I, I would say it's a short-term plant for your home. It has to have cool conditions. So once the flowers are gone from that, uh, you probably should throw it away. And that's that's kind of hard for me as a horticulturist to say throw away a plant. But it's it's very difficult to get it to rebloom again. It, it really does like cool conditions, colder conditions for the uh, buds to set. 
bright light and fertilizer. So um, it's, it's not that easy to keep it reflowering. This one, I knew we were going to get this because I was doing the same thing the other day. Still okay to dormant seed before the snow? Yes, it is. Uh, you can have good seed soil contact now because uh, most of central southern Minnesota, no snow. Up in the north, we're starting to see some snow come there. But as long as you can um, make sure that the seed will stay there and not be washed away, uh, yes, you can still dormant seed. Okay. Let's uh, get back to the phones. I think Jason's calling in uh, from uh, Minneapolis this morning. Thanks, Jason, for waiting. What's your question for Mary? Oh, oh good morning. Uh, what are the, the basic steps for um, killing soil in outdoor vegetable plots? And I have one raised bed, and I have several lower beds that are just on the surface of the lawn. And when I killed them this fall, there were a whole bunch of tree roots, so like the little stringy things and also up to like a one-inch diameter. Um, and, and I think maybe some of that might have been interfering with the root systems of some of those plants. So if you could tell me what are your recommendations for, you know, tilling the soil and how deep I need to go, uh, that would be helpful. Yes, Jason. So uh, you can do tilling right now. We see this a lot of the farmers will do fall tilling because they can get into the fields now. It's often easier than waiting in the spring when things are much wetter and then you have to wait for quite a while. But from a, on a small scale as a homeowner, you can do it now in the fall or you can do it um, in the springtime. The raised beds I would only worry about tilling them down till you're at ground level because the whole idea of a raised bed is that it's more like a container sitting there on top of the soil. So you don't really have to worry about the roots getting deeper. You do, of course, then have to water more and uh, pay more attention, but that soil will have better oxygen exchange and be lighter and less compacted than your heavy soil that's in the ground. The in-ground beds, I would say six inches is a good amount to be tilling. Um, two to four is okay. Six inches is, is probably ideal. And you're right, you do encounter other roots, especially tree roots, because trees are very, very far away from the main trunk of the tree. They can be, you know, uh, 50 feet is no no easy for a tree root to be out that far from the trunk. So, yes, you'll encounter some of those, but that's competition for your vegetables. So, uh, yeah, what's, your, what's the priority? Probably vegetables uh, in this case. Here's our phone number. It is also our text number, and we're going to take a break here in a moment to, to look at that forecast. But to call in your question before it's too late or uh, or send a text, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. You know what we haven't mentioned yet, and I always like to do that, is the University of Minnesota website, the Extension website, extension.umn.edu. There is so much information that you and your colleagues have uh, put together uh, on that website. It's just it's just fun to read. 
lots of fun, Denny. And of course, we have timely information that changes regularly. So we have articles up there now about gifts for gardeners. We have articles about indoor lighting for houseplants, uh, buying uh, greens in the wintertime, helpful tips about uh, what plants might be invasive that you're getting with uh, holiday greens and so on. So yes, a wealth of information at extension.umn.edu and then click on garden. You know what else uh, let's talk about when we come back after the break is uh, what's going on at the uh, Arboretum. Let's do that uh, when we come back after that uh, forecast. Uh, Again, we have about another half hour of the show to go with, so don't wait. Our Smart Garden Show around every Saturday in the 8 o'clock hour here on WCCO. Here again is the phone number. It's also the text number 651-461-9226. Awaiting your lawn and garden question from Mary Meyer from the University of Minnesota here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Stay with us. Good morning. Welcome back to our Smart Garden Show here on CCO. Every Saturday in the 8 o'clock hour this morning, you're getting the help you need from Mary Meyer from the University of Minnesota Horticulturalist there. And uh, Mary, as usual, we have uh, callers, we have texters. Uh, don't wait. If you have any kind of a lawn or garden question, we'd like to help you out. So call or text at 651-461-9226. I was going to say really any time of the year, but this is such a great time when folks and family are visiting, friends are visiting from out of town, uh, to take them to the Arboretum, Right. Oh, you're right, Denny. There's a lot going on at the Arboretum. Now, I think people might be just catching on to the winter lights. We have a beautiful light display at the Arboretum. Uh, I think the Star Tribune has some lovely pictures this morning uh, about that. So you want to go to the website. This is a ticketed event but there are two ways you can go, and if you um, if you want to drive right into the Arboretum Park there, uh, you can. But the dates, some of the dates are already sold out for parking yourself at the Arboretum. However, dates are not sold out for taking the bus, the Southwest Transit bus from Chaska. So you buy your ticket, you park at the Chaska Transit Hub, and they take you door to door to the Arboretum. And that way you, you have many more options if you take the Southwest Transit. But, but people love the winter lights. My grandkids have had so so much fun running through the light tunnels and watching the light displays. It's really gorgeous, and it's a walk-around display. It's uh, pretty much totally uh, handicap accessible, easy walking, wonderful uh, experience to see. But then there's also the auxiliary sale is there this weekend. There's yoga, free yoga with admission tomorrow. Um, The Herb Society is having a sale at the Arboretum. And then there's special holiday music. So many things going on at the Arboretum. And, of course, a lot of people come to walk outside and now the walking, very easy, no snow for for a day or two more, hopefully, but wonderful place to uh, 
visit for uh, for anybody coming from out of town, or certainly uh, us locals know how great it is year round. And and I'm a big believer in mass transit, and it's such great service from because I used to take it at, at Southwest Transit. But that's a great idea to uh, park there, the park yes. and ride. And, you know, the great thing about the park and ride is you don't have to worry about finding a parking place at the Arboretum and walking from the furthest lot to finally get to the display. Yeah, Southwest Transit's a wonderful um, idea. So the transit is is kind of free. It's the same price. Uh, And you just uh, park at Chaska and then uh, take the bus over. Yeah, and the parking is free as well there. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So there. All right. And again, if we want to get to the Ar- Arboretum, we, we do have to make reservations though, right? Yes. It's ticketed uh, reservations for any time you want to visit. And then it's uh, ticketed, especially of course, with an additional price, $10 to go to the winter uh, lights event. But uh, to go to the Arboretum and walk uh, during the day, no problem. You can sign up for that. Easy access, uh, easy to walk around there. Uh, so you, yeah, you do need to get your reservation. And you know, some people think that that's uh, unnecessary, but others love it because you know when you can get in. You can find a place to park. You know um, that you're going to not going to be waiting on the highway yeah. wondering if you're going to get in. Uh, so the reservation ticketed system um, has really helped smooth the crowds out. Yeah, it works. It's very much more efficient. Yeah, yes. very good. Here is a text. By the way, if you have a lawn or garden question, we're waiting for yours at 651-461-9226. Here's one. Uh, it says, good morning to my favorite garden show. Thank you for that. Uh, small Japanese maple tree still has a few dried red leaves. I have winter mulched with leaves. Could this dear little tree be dying? Well, hopefully not. No, because we had such a long, mild uh, fall, we did see many of our deciduous trees hold on to their leaves. The warmer temperatures... Uh, just kind of delayed that. So no, I that uh, leave still on does not mean uh, really. It, it's not an indication of the health of the tree, and I would not worry about that. Now the Japanese maples, um, depending on where you plant those, they can be marginally hardy. There's some newer Korean hybrids that are hardier. But uh, if you've had it growing there for other years, um, I think it should be fine because our temperatures are moderating. Mary, a a listener wants to know uh, which trees can be trimmed this time of year. Most of our deciduous trees can be trimmed. Uh, This is a good time to prune oaks. Uh, to prune ash trees, uh, maple trees in general, uh, any of our deciduous shade trees, you can go ahead and do pruning uh, on those when they're fully dormant. We don't usually prune fruit trees right now in the fall. The fruit trees and grapes, we normally wait till later in the winter, till the worst of the winter is over, and do the pruning uh, just uh, late winter uh, at that time. Uh, evergreens, you can prune some of the evergreens right now, especially if you want those for uh, holiday decorations. Uh, if you want to do major pruning on evergreens, we normally recommend that 
in the spring, just as they're starting to grow. Okay. Here again is our phone number. It's also our text number, 651-461-9226. It is a more, more of a comment than a question, Mary, I, I, another cyclamen comment. Uh, I put my cyclamen outside in the shade all summer, and it blooms a little all summer. When I bring it in, it blooms for months. It's over five years old. Oh, good for that listener. That's really nice to hear that. So many of our plants do better uh, outside in the summertime. They can get a boost and much better light conditions. And uh, back to, uh, you know, you and I talk about the the, the Meyer lemon trees from time to time. And (laughs) ours is uh, starting to get very fragrant here in the house, Uh, the, the blooms. Is that typical uh, for this time of year, or is this is this something those kind of those trees do all year when they're outside? No, it's typical mostly this time of year. They tend to bloom around uh, Christmas time. December and January is kind of when they will have flowers on, and then they the citrus are an amazing plant because they can have flowers, immature fruit, uh, green lemons, and uh, yellow lemons all at the same time it takes quite a long time for the lemon to ripen i should really track that uh it's such a hard thing to remember from the flower until you pick a ripe lemon or citrus um so i I am about to pick some of my citrus that's a calamondin orange it's a little very tart orange that i use to make marmalade and i have my grandchildren pick that in usually December or January. And I could pick some of that right now. So it's probably the fruit that I'm picking now were probably flowers uh, a year ago. A year ago. Okay. Yeah, it takes a long time. I've had some of it. Thank you for the your marmalade. That's It is. It's, it's oh, got yes, a, it really, right. it wakes you up. <laughs> it's very good. Yes, those calamondins, they're just about, you know, what, an inch or two inches across. They're very tart and very little pulp on the inside. Mostly uh, they're the skin. But, yes, cooked with... A lot of sugar, I have to admit, <laughs> but they—they are. If you like marmalade, you'll love calamondin. It was very tasty. Marmalade. It didn't last yeah. very long around here. So uh, here's an interesting question, uh, Mary: Is it better to till the garden now or in the spring? Uh, I like tilling in the spring. Um, I used to till more in the fall. But what I like to do now is clean up in the fall, especially remove any diseased plants, but actually to do do the tilling in the spring. The reason for this is that uh, that brown soil, especially without a snow cover or anything to hold it, is more subject to erosion, either water erosion or wind erosion. So ideally you have something to hold the soil in place through the winter. Okay. Again, here's our phone number. It's also the text number, 651-461-9226. Here's a text, Mary. It says, when is the best time to trim a 12-foot tamarisk bush and how much the Japanese beetles sure love it in the summer? Tamarisk. Well, the tamarisk is, uh, yeah, that's the uh, foliage, decorative foliage shrub. 
so if if I'm if I'm thinking correctly about the plant, so um, you could do that now. But twelve feet tall, I would wait to do that in the the springtime. Um, you you it's either, I would say either is okay if it's bothering you. The good thing about some of our uh, pruning right now with deciduous plants, especially, is you see the overall form of the plant. Uh, you can see the stems easier. When the foliage is not on there, you can really see the overall shape, so you can thin the plant better and uh, cut it back. So it would be okay to do it right now. Okay. Well, right now, we're going to take a quick break and invite our listeners to join in on the conversation here in our Smart Garden Show. If you have any kind of a lawn or garden question, call it in or text it in at 651-461-9226. 31 degrees now in the Twin Cities. We'll be back with Mary Meyer from the U of M after this break. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. And welcome back to our Smart Garden Show here on 830 WCCO. Mary Meyer is helping you out this morning from the University of Minnesota at 651-461-9226. Just a reminder, our informational shows will continue next hour. It'll be Home Improvement with Andy Lindis answering your questions. And then if you have a dog or cat at home, uh, veterinarian Gene, Dr. Gene Geske will be in the 10 o'clock hour. You can ask the vet your question in the 10 o'clock hour. That's straight ahead here on CCO. Well, Mary, we have uh, questions as usual here to uh, to run up our time till the end of the show here in a few minutes at 651-461-9226. I have heard, this listener says, Mary, that adding peroxide when watering plants will kill aphids. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I've never heard yes, that. Yes, probably will. Might kill some other things, too, including your plant. So, uh, yeah, I I would not do that. No. So peroxide, a form of bleach, very rough way to go. Do not do this. No. What, what, what's available? Of course, they for, <laughs> what's available, Mary, to um, use, uh, you know, for, for killing? I know we've talked in the past about... Uh, about uh, the, these things that look like gnats flying around uh, your house. Oh yeah, the yeah fungus gnats. We do see a lot of fungus gnats now. Yes, in my home as well, because we uh, bring in so many plants from uh, outside. And depending on the type of soil you have with a lot of organic matter, you often will have fungus gnats that will hatch out in your house. So if there are just a few of them, not a big deal, but more can be, uh, yeah, problematic. So insecticidal soap is kind of the easiest way to go with a lot of uh, these insects. The first least uh, toxic thing to do is just washing off your plants well. So anything like aphids that would be up on the green foliage part of the plant, I would put the plant in a shower, try to wash it off really well. And then uh, insecticidal soaps are also really um, easy to use. If you know you have fungus gnats, those are a soil insect. And there are some ways that you can trap them or or treat the soil so that there are fewer uh, fungus gnats. We have some uh, great information in that on caring for uh, indoor house plants at the website extension, 
extension.umn.edu and click on garden. Yeah, check out that website, extension.umn.edu. Let's see. Here's another one that just came in. My blueberry plants seem to have been fooled by the frost and then warm up. They have lots of swelling reddish buds. I'm concerned that the inevitable real frost will be bad news. There uh, are in half-barrel tubs in peat moss. What do you think of that? I think those buds will probably be fine. That's actually a good sign, and many plants form buds the previous year, and we often just don't see that or pay attention to them. But many of our spring blooming plants, they have formed their flower buds already, and then that's why they bloom so early. That's the first thing to come out. Um, so I wouldn't worry about that. Um, and the person actually talking about them being in tubs, um, that if that is not something you've done for several years, the roots and uh, will need protection if they're above the soil uh, because the roots are much more susceptible to winter injury. So if that tub or container is going to freeze solid, um, that's actually a more uh, fragile environment for the roots to actually be exposed to too much cold than the top of the plant. But if you've had them in tubs and you're treating them that way and they're in a location where they're not... um, subjected to um you know sub-zero conditions then then you know what you're doing (laughs) okay uh this listener mary says i planted a six-foot corkscrew willow over the summer do i need to do anything special for the winter other than mulch thank you love the show that comes from dj from litchfield so what, what would you how would you comment on that one from dj I think the watering and mulching, uh, that's the critical thing. That plant will be hardy. It won't be a problem, but it just makes sure that it's had enough water. All of the willows really do like wetter conditions, and so uh, watering and mulching is it. Oh, okay. Uh, This listener says, uh, I have a 10-year-old hibiscus that I move in and out with the seasons, It is done blooming after a heavy fall bloom. It's about four feet by four feet. Can I prune it back now, or should I wait uh, till closer to spring? You can prune it back now. Those big hibiscus, uh, and it sounds like uh, you have a great location for it because you've kept it for so many years, and it's growing and blooming. But, yes, you can pretty much prune that whenever you want to, and, um, yes. So very good. Uh, this listener says, when is the best time to prune a maple tree? You can do that right now. Uh, when the plant is fully dormant, um, it's a good time to prune it right now. So if you wait until later in the winter, early spring, when the sap starts to flow, you can still prune it then. But a lot of people are concerned about the sap flow that they will see coming out of the tree. It will naturally stop. But I would say any time now when the plant is dormant is a good. How do I build a raised garden bed? Well, there's one for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great, uh, great question. Uh, 
you basically have some type of side supports like two by fours or landscape timbers or something that you put on top of the soil in a sunny location and then you fill this uh, above ground bed with uh, soil or uh, potting soil. Uh, most people use soil or some type of uh, mixture of potting soil and regular uh, ground soil. But that's basically what it is. You raise a bed above ground level and hold, hold the sides in with some types of support. And this gives your plants a great area to put down roots that has more oxygen in it. Um, it's not compacted and it's just easier to take care of. So it's pretty simple, you know, and I don't know that we have a guide to making uh, uh, garden beds like that. That's a, that's a really good question, but I would look for that uh, myself even included at, on our extension website and search. We have some great information on starting a garden and beginning a garden. So. I'm pretty sure we do have on that. Um, also, one of our, uh, the Minnesota State Horticulture Society sells a kit and gives kits to community gardens called Garden in a Box. And that's essentially what this is, is a raised bed with everything you need to get going. And for community gardeners, um, they actually supply uh, plants as well mm. in the springtime. Awesome. So through the Horticulture Society Garden in a Box, and then uh, yes, I'm going to go look that up. Yeah, me too. What we have yeah. on the extension website. I'd like to do that myself, Mary. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're out of time, and I, I hope uh, you have a great week. And and I know we'll be talking soon. Yes, my pleasure, Denny. Thanks very much, Mary Meyer from the University of Minnesota. Now get those home improvement questions ready for Andy Lindis coming up next hour, and then in the ten o'clock hour. We'll have another visit with Dr. Gene Geske, a veterinarian. You can ask your uh, dog or cat questions of the vet in the 10 o'clock hour. Right now, here in the Twin Cities, 31 degrees. We might hit 35 a little bit later today. Chance of uh, precipitation tonight may be less than a half an inch of snow. We'll get you details coming up. Right now, overcast. In the Twin Cities, our CCO temperature reading 30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.